HBs! You're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels and sometimes other romance media while giggling, commenting, and telling stories. I have some amazing news. You showed up for our Patreon fundraiser, and after doubling, we donated a whopping $1,932 to AAPI Women Lead. I'm so thankful for your support, and I was incredibly proud to make that donation. Even though the fundraiser is over, Patreon is still there. It's where you can find tons of extra content, video, and so much more. It's generally just a party. Head to patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast and check it out. This week, we have some very special guests. Liz and Meg from Makeout Already podcast joined me to recap the movie About Time, which spawned opinions on Star Wars pairings, pontificating on time travel via masturbation, and so much more. Here we go. Oh, hey. Hi. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. It's Liz. It's Meg. It's Meg. It's Liz. They're from Make Out Already podcast. Yay. I'm Liz. Yeah. I'm Meg. Yay. It's my birthday today. It is today, right? I thought it was yesterday. Okay. No, yesterday was when the drinking was happening. Well, when the drinking started, because it is currently continuing. Yeah. That's the way you got to do it. Yeah. Just keep it rolling. <laughs> has it been a wonderful pandemic birthday? It has been. I mean, I don't know that I know how to like celebrate a birthday anymore mm. since Same. the pandemic. So it's, I, yeah. I was like, people were asking me, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I'm like, I don't know. Doing things? Going places? Seeing people? That's not a thing. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I know. I don't know her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, but it's all right. You've got your you've got your closest people. I heard there was a Swiss roll cake, Swiss cake roll. Oh my god! So last year, Meg is a very talented baker, like crazy talented. Oh shucks! And last year for my birthday, I said that I wanted a Swiss cake roll because okay. there's this recipe in this Martha Stewart baking handbook that I own that I've never made anything from. Sure, it's very intimidating. That sounds like all the recipe books in my house, right? <laughs> So I asked Meg for that last year, and instead she made me these homemade Pop-Tarts that were amazing, so scrumptious Whoa. and delicious. But I think that this year, like, she was ready. She was ready to tackle yeah. that challenge. I was ready. It wasn't the Martha Stewart recipe, though. I forgot that that was the one. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, you improvised. It's you did fine. It. I just wanted a big Swiss cake roll, and it had this, like, marshmallow filling. It was just, like, yeah. so good. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of a that. I've heard of a pumpkin roll, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'll have to Google it afterwards and see what is going on. I bet <laughs> listeners Googling it right now. And then um, apparently Meg and my husband were conspiring about like the actual technical aspects of it because my husband's a chef. Okay. Yes, we were yeah. in cahoots. Yeah. Wow. Husband so. is a chef. Yeah. The jackpot. That's some fancy nonsense <laughs> the over there. It's the dream. Well, your husband owns a comic book shop, so that would like I would take that too. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. don't get me wrong. He's all, <laughs> like he grilled lamb today. 
He cooks Ooh. most of the food in our house. He's basically the family chef. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, I'm good over here. But <laughs> yeah, the idea the idea of a chef in the family is really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's really yeah, talented. Most of the time, too. he just like makes ramen though when he's home. Like, <laughs> That's fine. He, he ramen can be very it. gourmet. It's not. It's not <laughs> the gourmet kind. He just he just makes the instant ramen because it's easy. It's comfort food. Yeah, he it up. eats all the time. He sometimes churches it up. But sometimes I think he just wants to slum. He cooks yeah. all day and he's like, you know what? I just want to eat some trash. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, so there's a joke about uh, along those lines in the movie we've got today. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, some of these jokes are like, oh, yeah, yeah. This what was year was this movie? Wasn't it 2008? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Shoot. I forgot to Google that. But it's it's an it's an early um it was <laughs> 2013. Okay, it's not okay. The, wow, it's that's not that, that early. Is, is that okay? That's way worse, right? Like yeah, it's, it's so not that early recent. for like all the like prostitution, right? Instead of sex quote, work unquote, jokes, yeah, yeah. quote unquote prostitution jokes, and mm-hmm. and and by by many we mean like all over the place. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that one scene. It was all like over yeah, the place. Like, it's at least like, a dozen, right? I look like a prostitute here and she's kind of a prostitute there but like a really nice prostitute here yeah oh yeah, yeah. well I'm sorry everybody I still love the movie <laughs> I I thought it was so cute I thought it was very fun and cozy despite yeah. like a cup there's always like a couple of problematic things and everything it's oh just, of course yeah. of so. course so you y'all chose about time to recap today and I'm super super excited about it so, listener, I have to let you know, I was a dick nose, and I asked them to do this kind of last minute, <laughs> and so, like, a, a book was sort of off the table, but I thought that was even better for you, because you don't just talk about romance books on your podcast, you also, you do, like, all romance media, but it's mostly, like, right. contemporary or alien, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a pretty fair assessment, contemporary or alien. <laughs> we contain multitudes (laughs) yeah yeah you did you you dipped your toe into a bridgerton but like mostly (laughs) it's contemporary alien and i dig that about you i'm not gonna lie we like when we can see the sex happen and that often i hear that like it that's a sure bet in contemporary Mm -hmm. yeah fair enough fair enough all right, so we've got to recap this movie. I'm mm-hmm. very excited about it. We've got Rachel McAdams. She's not oh, yeah. here yet, though, because no. the main <laughs> dude is this redhead that I didn't Google his name, but... Domino Gleason. Okay, that's the one. He's in Star Wars. And Harry Potter. Yeah, <gasps> Harry he's, Potter. The, he's the guy in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah oh he's the God. dude who hates Kylo Ren. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's got a big beef with Kylo Ren. And I mm-hmm. kind of love that about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Which I am Weasley not, is he? I am not a Raylo person. Oh, we are. I'm not a Raylo person. <laughs> we, know it's, we know it's rock, but it's really hot. I'm not a Raylo person. You know what? I would be I would be there for like a Raylo fling. If you want to do a fling, that's fine. <laughs> but I I am a what's his name? Poe? I am a Ray Poe person. I would oh, love Ray Poe together. Okay. Yeah. I like I, I like they have the name. Han and Leia kind of bickering back and forth. Yeah. That I enjoyed. 
How did we get here? I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, no. I, we had an in-depth discussion about why this is problematic that we we love these on an episode of- that I still need to edit. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible pairings where it's like not really good for either party, but we Ooh, like, want okay. it to happen anyway. I like that. So he was Bill Weasley. That was the Weasley. Okay. He was. Gotcha. <gasps> no, not Poe. I'm not a Poe. Oh shoot. What's you mean Finn? Finn. I'm a yeah. Finn. Oh, I'm a Ray 100%. Finn person. Yeah. I'm a Ray Finn person. Poe I wanted with Laura Dern. Just Hard. Like, let let Ooh. that happen. Oh yeah. Let oh yeah. Happen. With her with her goddamn dress all the way up to yeah. her neck. Oh, and her like Jesus. purple hair. Yeah. Mm, can't even yes, with yes. her. Yeah, I'm a Ray Finn. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> so um we've got the guy from Star Wars, except mm-hmm. it was way pre-Star Wars, everybody. Mm-hmm. And he is this redhead, this lanky redhead who's adorable. Mm-hmm. He's got like so the perfect family who lives in Cornwall. Which is an England place near the beach, maybe in the <laughs> south. And they're just like the happiest family. They're always talking they about how like handsome the mom is. And I kind of take I take umbrage with that because she's <laughs> great and yeah. beautiful. And also like yeah. handsome women are fabulous too. Mm-hmm. They call her sturdy. Sturdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dig it. <laughs> I do <laughs> <laughs> Only in England would that woman be considered sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like a, an elderly model. Not elderly even. Mm-hmm. She's just advanced in age. Yeah, she's just a mature yeah. model. She's mature, yes. Yeah. Th- and the way that they tried to make her quote unquote sturdy is just to put her in the biggest rain jackets they could find the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what they did. Okay. So they've got like the best life and they 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 skip rocks on the beach and they do all the things. But the worst party of the year is the one they always host on New Year's and everybody hates it, but they always do it. And so we watch the first New Year's party and like his sister is infatuated with this dark haired guy called Jimmy, Jimmy I think. Jimmy. Ugh. Go fuck yourself, Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry, that's a spoiler. And... <laughs> There's this crazy friend, Jay, who's even redder headed, and I love that about him. Wow. How is that even possible? But I it, know. it was. I loved it. He was like the same font, but in bold face. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then there's this crazy blonde girl who's just the most awkward, adorable little muffin that's ever been alive. And she has it bad for our main character. And mm-hmm. he is definitely trying to move as far away from her as possible. Did you guys catch that when she was dancing, she would flip the like the lace overlay of her dress Over onto her, her head? head? <laughs> no. It was like, she's yeah. flashing everybody vag. But there was a like a slip yeah. section of the dress. <laughs> I miss that entirely. He was very like abashed by this. Oh, yeah. He had no idea how to react. To he had it no That's idea like a what mating to do dance. It, it's seriously, <laughs> what she's got. Oh my gosh, she was Queen Bird. <laughs> yeah, no, you're completely right about this. She was Queen Bird. I love that I, I turned it into your assertion somehow. How did I do that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, she was great. And she was actually in Fleabag, if you've ever watched that show. I, she was the best friend in Fleabag. Yes. yes. Oh, I gotta watch Fleabag. You oh. Okay, does she, have to. A, does she fuck the priest? 
I don't care if it's spoiler. They, does she have sex with the priest? With the hot priest? Yes, of course yeah. she does. Okay. Well, cool. She would never <gasps> let us down like that. <laughs> cool. I, 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 I might watch it just to There's, find out this context. Listen to me. There is a section <laughs> where he, he, she comes out of a confessional, I think oh, they're called. shit. And he looks her dead in her face and he says, Neil. <gasps> yeah. yeah it's Ooh, everything it's that you wanted uh-huh it's so good it's in everything that she and wanted there's a point where she talks about i think this is before anything really happens between them she's just kind of fantasizing she talks about how sexy his neck is <laughs> seriously yeah and i'm like what and then they like show it and i'm like oh it is okay <laughs> i see yeah. it <laughs> yeah it's a weird flex and yet there it is yeah yeah definitely so watch for- bag and then um and then pre-order andy j christopher's hot under his collar and you will be good to wait go. andy is writing a priest romance andy has written a priest romance it comes out in july yeah Okay, uh-huh. so so like not to flex, but Andy J. Christopher follows me on TikTok. Oh, she hello. has no idea who I am. I, I'm certain. <laughs> like I commented on something, I think she was just like, oh, hit follow. Maybe it was an accident, but she does. So nice. <laughs> I mean, I hear that the the day that Tiffany Rice followed us on Instagram, Aaron and I almost died. Meg, do like, you want to say your Tiffany Rice thing? So she is in our state. And on Friday, Mm -hmm. we were at the same sporting event. No. Yeah. And I didn't see her in person, but now I'm going to be like on the lookout all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not creepy at all that we're like, you know, trying to run into Tiffany Rice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, what am I going to do? Pay attention to sports? Like, no. There (laughs) you go. For Tiffany Rice. (laughs) That's the only sport there should be in the world. (laughs) No more bird watching. We're not birders. We are Tiffany Ricers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We. Re- I really have to focus. No. Here. It's no. Me. She's queen birding. She's queen birding, and yes. she wants a midnight kiss from hot ginger Tim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does rebuff her hard <sighs> on that mm-hmm. score. He does a big. I'm gonna look straight in your face and then look away and turn my back and be real awkward. And she like nearly cries right there. Oh, she's trying yeah. so hard to hold it together. And she's such the sweetest little sweet pea. And it's a sad. So then fast forward to the next morning. He's got this crazy little sister who comes in and like wakes him up by attacking him. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. But I should say little sister and yet fully an adult. Yes. Correct. Well. Yeah. 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 She's not. <laughs> she's not, like <laughs> she's an not her old. toddler. Right. <laughs> but he finds out from his dad that morning because it's his 21st birthday. That the men in his family can time travel. And so we get like the rules of the time travel. Do you have any, do you have any initial thoughts on this? I, I have a bullshit. Tell me everything. Is it that only the men can do it or that the men have not told the women because later in the movie. I wondered that too. Mm -hmm. So I wondered that too. But I guess the difference between that is that later in the movie he holds the chick's hands Mm -hmm. and i think that's supposed to signify that like he's bringing her back Mm -hmm. but still like it really feels like 
early on in the patriarchy, they were like, the women cannot have this power. Yes. yes. Yeah. So they only told the boys. And then the, the family lore became only the boys can do it. And I call hard bullshit mm-hmm. on this one. Yeah. Hard. Anyway. But it apparently. Like, doesn't really make any sense for powers like that to not travel like matrilineal- matrilineally. Because Agreed. Like, what if there's some extramarital situation agreed and then like oh he doesn't have the ability to time travel we don't know until 21 years later uh-huh it's weird it is mm-hmm. weird yeah i agree with you there's a lot about this that i spent oh my god you guys as much <laughs> as i liked this movie i spent a lot of it being so fucking nervous <gasps> me, too! me too yeah i'm not gonna lie they didn't it didn't really feel like they followed their own rules most Mm-mm. of the time. No. Either that or I did not grasp the rules. I don't know. Still a great movie. Mm-hmm. So he finds out that um, all he has to do is go into a dark space. and <laughs> Like a toilet. Like a toilet. Yeah. Or a closet. And ball their fists in a ball and then think real hard about the moment they want to go back to. And then they'll just be there. The catch is that they they can only travel within their own lifetimes, so they can't go kill Hitler or like smooch a dinosaur mm-hmm. or anything like that. But they can they can do stuff in their own lives. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Bullshit! This is hilarious. You just want me to go into a cupboard like a fool and ball my fists and and think real hard." So like, Meh. but he decides to go back to the party the day before, and then oh my god, he's there. So, my next question is, does he just dematerialize wherever he was? I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. And so, I I was, it was wrapping my brain in knots when I was trying to understand what was happening. So, was he going back and then just like living continuously from that point? Or was he going back and then forward again? I think he can go forward again. So, I think sometimes he lived continuously, other Mm -hmm. times... He just went to the cupboard and was like, get me back to that moment. Because the other thing was, he goes to do this cupboard business before even asking his dad how to get back. Exactly. What the shit is that? I know. Right? And then my next question is, if you go, if you find out when you're 21 and you go back in time to when you're younger, don't Mm. you then know you can time travel from when you're younger? Oh. This thing happens like the the very end of the movie, which is like the sweetest thing, and I love it so hard. But it makes the rest of the movie make no goddamn sense. Correct. Yeah. 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 So your consciousness, your current present day consciousness, is transporting to the past. But his dad told him that they could not travel forward. But clearly, they can travel forward. No, just not he said, past where they were. No, he said we can't travel to the future. Okay, but they can travel forward back to their present. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm all twisted up in knots. I don't know if they're making parallel universes every time this happens. Because if, like, it would make more sense if he didn't, if he just opened his eyes and, like, he was in whatever room he had been in. But he's not. He has to get out of the cupboard every time. Right, yeah. So, like, uh, where is that other body? What happened to that body? There are also other scenarios in which someone might be in a dark room with their eyes closed, really like reminiscing about something that happened in the uh-huh. past. That <laughs> don't have anything to do with time travel. A so tiny bit. If you like accidentally <laughs> time travel yourself, like, are you like then like 
that's dick a scary. in hand in the middle <laughs> I know, right? of, like <laughs> then then can you imagine thinking that all you have to do is masturbate to time travel <laughs> like, like do you keep masturbating for the rest of your life like are you like i can masturbate wherever i want to and then you just keep doing that or do you like have to never masturbate again who do you tell you know what i mean oh <laughs> Ah, I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> so then, so, so they don't have the ability to time travel before they turn 21. It's not just that they don't know about it. I think that they don't know about it. Because, like, then presumably it would have happened in one of these intimate private moments well, I mean, this is this is some this is some speculation from the Make Out Already <laughs> squad. All right. So like <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking that if this had happened, what if what if he wasn't even dick in hand? What if he had just gone to like a dark place and been like, I'm so mad about something and then like he just tr- time travels into there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Listen, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we have lots of questions. None of them yes. are answered. No. Okay, so he goes back to the party and he does the whole thing again. And, like, he saves a table from not falling down. And then he kisses the hell out of that blonde. And she's so happy. Mm-hmm. He has made her whole life. And she doesn't even want more from him. She looks at him and she's like, thank you, Tim. Wow. What a great thing that you just did for what me. What a stand-up <laughs> chap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Okay. So now he comes back via the cupboard. Okay. So now. He's deciding that he's going to use this thing to get a girlfriend. Because the dad, the dad who is Bill Nighy. Oh, Bill Nighy, thank I you. I love him. God, I love a Bill Nighy. He is just magic. This whole movie is like a who's who of English actors. Truly. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. We've got Mr. Collins, but like hot. Like I angry, know. but hot. Stern brunch daddy, Mr. Co- Collins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another I, I, Andy J. Christopher coinage. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got we've got the the super awkward guy from Scrotal Recall, the guy who gets married. Oh no, it's called Love Sick Now. God, that's such a good on Netflix. It's called Love Sick Now. Watch okay. it. There's like three seasons. It is so good. It started off as Scrotal Recall, and then they oh. rebranded because everybody who wasn't a Melody wouldn't watch it for some reason. <laughs> How fucking dare they? It made right. me more interested. Are you in talking it, about his lawyer friend? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. He's in yeah. um, the show Misfits. Also, if you ever he is also that. in Misfits. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh God, he's just precious. You want to pinch his little cheeks? He is. Yeah, he's the most adorable tiny hobbit. He's so <laughs> cute. Oh hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast. 
if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. Okay, so he's decided he's going to get a girlfriend. And that summer, Charlotte comes to visit. Charlotte is Margot Robbie with an English accent, mm-hmm. which Pardon really me. threw me. I I need advance notice if Margot Robbie is going to need be <laughs> appear in a movie because I need to like have my shields up. Okay, I need to like work on my self esteem. I need to like be like solid. Like okay, I am I am enough. I am worthy. <laughs> She's just like too hot. I hear that. <laughs> yep, I hear that in my bones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's like everything that the 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 white hetero patriarchy mm-hmm. wants us to be, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just a rude, real um, depressing. Yeah. Okay, so there's this sunscreen scene in which she's like, oh, Tim, would you put some on my back? And he's like, oh, my God, and falling all over himself. And then he, like, squirts the whole thing onto her, and it's a bad. And so then here comes my next question. Because he's like, oh, excuse me, I've really got to go. And he runs into the house to do the cupboard nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he plays the whole scene super cool from that point he's like oh just give me a minute like i'll be right there as soon as i get done with this page and like and the dad is looking on at him in a very proud way Uh uh-huh and so can the men remember that they time traveled I don't think so. I feel like he just suspected because he knew his son and his son was not cool. (laughs) Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. That would make a lot more sense. Okay, cool. Now, so this the summer is it says the summer is suntan and torture, which I really liked. (laughs) And so for the last lunch, he's trying to play it really cool. And on the last night, he goes to her room and confesses everything. And he's like, Charlotte, I think you're the prettiest, boobiest lady in the land. I <laughs> yeah, love we you can't so forget hard. to say there was like a slow mo badminton scene or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there so. was this tennis scene. Tennis, that, yeah. yeah, really, they were working it. These filmmakers. <laughs> um, so she looks at him and she's like, "Oh, this, it's the last night. Oh no, it's the last night. Why are you doing this?" to me on the last night is a bad plan and so he's like all right cool noted goes into a cupboard time travels to like i don't know two months before and then he goes in and he's like oh hello hello here i am to tell you how much i adore your whole thing you have going on there and she says oh my god she says why don't this is very sweet and i really appreciate it why don't you approach me again on the last night let me see where things are. This bitch. This bitch. And he's like, bet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he learns that no matter how much you time travel, you can't force someone to love you. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. So now he goes to London and he says he's in search of a future and a girlfriend, which I thought was very cute. Mm-hmm. And he says he's staying with a playwright friend of his dad's. And when he shows up, stern brunch daddy, Mr. Collins, mm-hmm. from the the Pride and Pre- Prejudice movie, Mr. Collins, mm-hmm. he comes and he's like, what the fuck do you want? 
what's happening? And he's like, I'm staying with you? Like, you're friends with my dad? And he's like, I don't really even like your dad. (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) And then he brings him inside, goes to another room, screams, not into a pillow. (laughs) And then comes back and he's like, I was having the first good idea I've had in a decade. And you you interrupted interrupted me. me. Yeah. And now it's gone. So, like, you little shit. Oh, God. <laughs> he he does not change throughout the whole movie. And no, I, love, I love that. <laughs> I love every one of his molecules. He's so great. Um, So he shows him his room. And he's like, you know, don't fuck too loud in here. And the guy's like, there's literally zero chance there will be any fucking in my. That he's like, here's a picture of, of my house. daughter. You can fuck her. Yeah, he's like, apparently everyone else has. Jesus! <laughs> shaming his child! Yikes! I am also, happy. Also, beforehand, he pointed out a picture. He's like, this is my wife. She's the best human in the world, which is why she left me. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, she's the best human in the world. You wouldn't know that, though, because she's a, she comes off as a sarcastic cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's this What a guy. treasure. <laughs> yeah, I I bow down at his altar. He's great. Okay, so now he's going to be a lawyer. He's gone to lawyer Yay! school, and that's why he's in London. He's got a lawyer job of some sort. And um, six months in, and like it's it's a misery. He's not hanging out with anybody. It's not a thing that's happening. But he goes with his friend Jay mm-hmm. to. A, an all dark restaurant one of those like sensory restaurants where you can't see a goddamn thing is this a real concept yes. for restaurants mm-hmm. <gasps> i did not know of these things I yeah was there confused. are a couple i mean they're not like super common yeah but yeah they do exist and they're very cool i've never been to one kind of always have wanted to but sure mm, you know i would just come out covered in food and drink. <laughs> like <laughs> it would be I would need to wear like seven bibs. I would just come in with like a trash can over my person and then we would be fine. But other than that, wouldn't be good. Okay, sorry. So he goes to this dark restaurant and they get seated with two ladies and he we get to watch like I feel like a full 12 minutes of mm. this dark restaurant scene and it's so good it is incredible he and rachel mcadams are really hitting it off mm-hmm. and at the end of the night they're like okay so i guess we're gonna go outside and see each other for the first time like are you nervous and he's like i don't really care what you look like you're great so they go outside and then like wow rachel mcadams walks out you know that's <laughs> yeah it's real convenient for the movie <laughs> premise of the movie um, and I feel like her bangs are a third main character too because they get talked about a lot. <laughs> they the do. They do. Yeah, I don't love them, if I'm being mm. honest with you. Not a fan yeah. of the new fringe, but it's fine. She's still Rachel McAdams, like correct, yes. All over the place. The bangs exist solely to make us think that Rachel McAdams could in any conceivable universe be not that pretty. Like <laughs> a kind of frumpy? Like what? <laughs> A normal? Yeah, a normal? (laughs) A girl who has, like, understandable insecurity? (laughs) Go fuck yourself, movie. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) So he asks for her number, and it's adorable. 
and she puts her number into his phone and then he says, I used to think my phone was old and shit, but now it's my most valuable possession. And it's so cute. So cute. There are some lines in this movie mm-hmm. that like people could take note. Um, but he goes home and the playwright has a bad opening night. It's a it like ruined it's a career ruining opening night. One of the actors forgets the whole last scene and it, it's terrible. So this is where I like was actually like clenching every orifice I have <laughs> because he decides to go back in time to like help playwright friend. And like, that's really nice of you. But what the fuck, man? How did he not assume that he wouldn't meet Rachel McAdams if he does the night over again and he doesn't go to the dark restaurant? Yeah. Also, like, dummy, go back to the day before and tell yes. your playwright roommate, hey, um, do they all know their lines really yeah. well? Yeah, and then go to dark restaurant. Like, yeah. go to go to the, the three days before and talk to the stage manager and be like, have cue cards ready for the last scene. It's just a good idea. Like, try to mm. make that work. And then go to Dark Restaurant and meet Dream Girl, dumbass. But he doesn't. He goes to mm-hmm. play because he's a good friend and a good chap. Mm-hmm. And he talks to the wrong actor at first, which I found hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he talks to Mr. Dursley. Right. <laughs> yes, that is Mr. Dursley. Thank you. And the guy who forgets his lines, who is he's someone famous. He's someone. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's someone, and I I knew it Who last is? night, and now I can't remember where he's from. I, I don't know, but everyone in the movie is England famous. England yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very England fa- except for Rachel McAdams. And they didn't even make her have an English accent. They just, like, wrote in that she was American. Thank God for that. I mean, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. God. Yeah, fair. Yeesh. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So he does, he has to go back in time twice to fix this thing. And then afterwards, he's looking at his phone and he's like, oh my God, Mary's number's not in my phone. Why? No shit. Yeah, dumbass. You've never met her. Jesus. So he goes back to the restaurant. They're already gone. Of course they are. And then he's like, okay, she told me she's Kate Moss's biggest fan, which Ugh. is like a weird, right? It is a weird. That's a weird. Does I mean, it make that, sense like, with her character? I like, don't know. No. Really. She's not a fashion or no. and it, like see bangs. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Like bad bangs. Bangs are great. If you've got a bang, that's wonderful. But like they're not good ones. Yeah. Like it, it was such a random thing. Anyway. Uh so he goes to this Kate Moss exhibit, which exists in, in this timeline. And I'm sure it exists <laughs> in all timelines. I'm sure it's happened before. But he goes there and he stalks it. I think he keeps going back in time for like weeks until finally she goes to this Kate Moss exhibit, which also doesn't make any sense. Or maybe, maybe, maybe it's not back in time. Maybe he just stays. He just goes every day for a week. Yeah, and a half. I think he is goes every day. Yeah, he goes every okay. day because his clothes clothes change. change right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So he like stops being a lawyer for a long time <laughs> in order to meet this girl. <laughs> I don't know how he's employed after this stunt. Let me take a week-long sabbatical from my new job as a junior lawyer. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So then he walks up to her as if she has knowledge of of him somehow. Which is also, it is one of the most awkward scenes I've ever seen in my life. He looks, he is, he's like 
creepy scary. Scary yes. creepy. Yes. He's he's like, your name is Mary. And she's like, um, <laughs> I need to call the police now. <laughs> and like, it's bad. Um, and then he approaches her again and he's like, my sister's leaving and I wonder if I could just like walk around with you. And Mary's a hard no on this. And her very irresponsible friend, Joanna, is like, yeah, totally. We need a puppy. Come Joanna on. the very nice prostitute. Right. Oh, my God. That, that's right. She is described as like a very, a very nice. Oh, my God. Yep. That's I'm sure her. that most sex workers are very nice people. So I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> so weird. So weird. Oh, and the only way that he gets her to agree is to tell her that he's Kate Moss's biggest male fan, which also also creepy. So it's creepy. (laughs) And it's also like way to way to kind of make yourself off limits. You know what I mean? Like if I'm a regular lady and -hmm. some guy is like, I'm Kate Moss's biggest fan. I'm like, oh, you're not into this. This yeah, is not right? what like, you're is going this an for. appealing attribute that he's right. a super fan of a supermodel? Yeah. And like, like then she goes into a, like a, a thesis on why she loves Kate Moss, which is that like deep down she's still a normal. Yeah, um, like like no. she started as not a model and then she became a model is her thesis on Whoa. why she <laughs> She did not come out of the womb on a fashion spread. <laughs> basically the why she loves Kate Moss so much. And that's what I got from it anyway. Yeah. But I'm also not very well versed in Kate Moss or supermodels in general, so who knows. Uh, yeah, me either. either. Yeah, but like I like we're that normal. She, <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. I try to I try to limit my exposure to that stuff, really. Yes. Um okay. So then she tells him this whole thesis and then they walk around, but he finds out that since the the restaurant and a week later, she has gotten a boyfriend. And so he asks them, like, when they met, where exactly they met. And he's like, no, but if you needed to, like, throw out an address so that someone could Uber there, where was this thing? And then Joanna just throws caution to the wind and gives him her home address. Mm-mm. This creeper town Mm-mm. who's been, oh my gosh, Joanna, you you need to call your mom. Yes. Like, <laughs> we, we need to do a stranger danger intervention with Joanna. She's not allowed to be alone for the rest of her life. <laughs> no, she's not. We need to buddy system Joanna to the coffin. <laughs> like, it's. Not safe. Joanna needs a conservatorship. She does. <laughs> like ha- free Britney, you know, but like yeah, like jail Joanna. Joanna needs it. Yeah, Joanna needs some help. <laughs> Holy balls. Okay. Like down to the apartment number. Like the- what? Yes. Everything. She's not like then when he goes back in time and shows up in her apartment, she's like, Oh hi, do I know you? Dude in my house. Holy Oh my God! He's like, I'm here to see Mary. And yeah. She's like, all right, cool. She's over there. Also, <laughs> he has not thought this out at all because what's going to happen when Mary tells her literally only friend Joanna how they met at her party, and then Joanna says that dude said that he was your friend and he was there to meet you. Mm-hmm. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's scary. Like he's bad at this, and it should be worked <laughs> out for him. No. And I feel like it's just because he's so, like, unassuming and lanky. Yes. <laughs> like, no, this is not, this is not a good, 
I can mm-hmm. understand him using his his powers to to rectify mistakes he's made, but I don't love that when he like meets her officially for the first time in her mind that he sort of recites the thesis that she gave him at the museum as if yep. it's his own thoughts. Like that feels very manipulative. Very. So the way that I reconciled it is that their first meeting, their original first meeting was perfect if their Mm. original first meeting had been flawed and he was trying to redo that one then i wouldn't have felt okay with it but like he knows that they have chemistry he knows that they like each other he's just trying to replicate what they already had before he screwed it up so Mm. yeah he's trying to like artificially create his in because Mm -hmm. he didn't have it anymore Mm -hmm. but so I could I could go on for hours about the different ways in which he could have done that and still just gone to right. the GD mm-hmm. restaurant and had the adorable meat cute that she would remember yep. for the rest of her life. But okay, so we should tell them. He approaches her and he's like, "Hey, you, your face looks miserable," which is like nice line, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Gee, open with thanks. a nag. Wow. <laughs> He's like, it seems like you hate this party as much as I do. Why don't you and I go and have some dinners? And we can have all, I'll get you every appetizer you want, girl. Like, what? That's my love language. I mean, it is also my love language. However, in this situation, geez. But, and then you're right. He regurgitates her thesis statement about Kate Moss to her out of the blue. So now it's even creepier because he somehow knows that she loves Kate Moss. This is very, very poorly thought out. Anyway, and like, yeah, I do understand. I do understand that, like, it's only manipulating, like, the premise and not the connection, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I feel like after you spend four hours with something, somebody, you can figure out a way that is, that works with the context of the evening to, like, make yourself an in. You know, like he knows so much more about her than her weird Kate Moss fetish. Right. And I just don't get why. Anyway. Okay. So she does agree to go to dinner. Dinner works out great. He finds out that she's a reader for a publisher. And so he starts ribbing her about how she reads and like, oh, my God, like when you go to restaurants, are you like, I refuse to read this unless you pay me cold, hard cash and all this stuff. And then he goes on this whole thing about like he worries about the same thing happening to sex workers but he uses the 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 other word for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's like i just worry that you know they go home and they they don't want to have sex in real life and she's like oh are you really worried about that is something that you're like always worried about which is also very creepy Correct. so anyway he does save himself from that it ends up being cute and she asks him to walk her to her car which is hilarious because like 15 <laughs> minutes later they're still walking and he's like, so how far did we park, though? <laughs> and she says that she got a she got a cab to the party. And so he's actually walking her to her car, which is at home. And then they go upstairs. They do like a kiss outside, which it was a very cute kiss. It was cute. And then she asks him upstairs. And then she says, I, oh, my God. <laughs> I am so... <laughs> I'm so angry that I did not use this in my single days <laughs> because what what a line. She wow. goes, I'm going to go get into my favorite. I'm going to go put on my favorite pajamas and then maybe in a minute you can come and uh, take them off. I'm like, 
Rachel McAdams, get it. Good work, lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's very sexy and yeah. endearing. Yeah. And so the first time is like a regular first time. And he's like, I'm sorry, I think next time will be better. And she's like, oh, no, I thought it was lovely, she says. Just like every, no, it's great. Good for me, too, <laughs> she says. I and totally so, came. <laughs> it definitely happened for me. And so he leaves and he goes back in time to like the moments before. And then he bones her up real good then. And then he leaves again and goes back in time. And then he bones her up so good that they're like on the floor at the end. <laughs> and uh, railed this, to oblivion. <laughs> yeah. This is a really great way. Like, this is the way you get a girlfriend. <laughs> you know? Right. He had consent all three times. She was super into it the whole time. And yet she has no memory of him being a fumbling rhinoceros the first time. (laughs) That's really great. Good work, Tim. (laughs) But then by the third time for him, first time for her, she's like, oh, you you can't go again? Yeah. That's it? (laughs) And he looks at her and he goes, that's that's a little unfair. But of course he can't (laughs) tell her why. Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay, but this is where a question about the time travel comes in for me. Because if it's just his consciousness being transported into his previous body, that body wouldn't have already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, would he be fresh, like, ready to go? Or, yeah, would he be shooting blanks at that point? I know, I know, right? Like That broke my brain just now. (laughs) (laughs) So I think... I think I think what I think happens is that when the, he does the time travel his listen I don't know I <laughs> it, the time travel rules in this make less sense than Avengers Endgame that's uh-huh. something yeah <laughs> that's so a- like I I I can't I can't I can't yeah <laughs> Just anyway, accept it his penis might be coughing dust at the end. <laughs> we don't know. It's fine. As long as she gets there, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we've got like this happy couple montage. And it's mm-hmm. all done in a tra- in a tube station as they're doing transfers on the yeah. tube. Mm-hmm. And there's like a busking band that's there. And the song is so good. Yeah. And... It's so cute. And it goes through, like, I think, like, almost a year of them dating. Like, it's a long mm-hmm. time. There are many yeah, you holidays. See them in Halloween costumes. Yeah. She's yeah, meeting a it's sister. Yeah. Yeah. His sister's there. She's so crazy and zany. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. And now they live together. And the parents arrive. Oh, no. Her yeah. American <laughs> parents are here. And she's like, so you don't live here. You probably want to put pants on. And he's like, okay, so I don't live here. Uh, do we have sex? And she's like, yes, but not oral. And he's right. Like, when, would, when would that come up? In what world would I talk about oral with your parents? <laughs> and so then she's so nervous. It's like radiating off of her mm-hmm. how nervous she is. She answers the door and they're like, oh, uh, should we come back when you don't have company? And she goes, oh, no, Tim's not company because he lives here. And then she looks back at him and she's like, Ooh, what did I do? <laughs> and then um, and then what is what is he saying? Tim's like, but we don't have oral sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no oral sex. 
he immediately goes back in time to fix that mess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pardon me. <laughs> And then they have this adorable dinner where she's like, she won't let him answer any questions because she's so nervous and she wants her parents. She says she wants them to love him so much because she loves him so much. Oh, God, they are adorable together. Yeah. It's like a crime how yeah. great they are together. <laughs> and now he wants to go to the theater and he's like, "Where do you want to come with me and be my date? And she's like, no, I'm going to be sleepy all day. We're doing sleepies over here. And you mm-hmm. go to the theater. I hate theater. So he takes lawyer friend, ador- Rory. adorable Rory. Yeah. How about Rory? I love a Rory. I love the <laughs> fact that sometimes he introduces himself as the wrong name because his <laughs> boss will not remember his name. Yeah. God, it's so Roger. Funny. I'm Roger. Well, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> that is not my name. <laughs> have you so ever funny. introduced yourself by the wrong name? Because I'm pretty sure I have or like very nearly did. <laughs> Like a version of your name, or no, like I've forgotten my name. <laughs> I was so nervous. I don't think I've ever done that. I've definitely done the thing where, like, you go into a bar in a new town and you just like decide yes. to make up a story for yourself. Yes. That's a fun I one. would love to do that. It's a fun. Yeah. I I don't. My only thing is like when I'm picking my random fake name, I like never pick anything that would actually be anyone's real name. Like it's always like a version of like a Disney princess. <laughs> that's fantastic oh god when i was really young i desperately wanted my name to be cynthia for some reason like cynthia the doll from the rugrats i have no idea uh i don't remember rugrats but yeah i desperately wanted my name to be cynthia i would like write it over and over again in cursive and now I look back and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good with Melody. I'm yeah. fine. Melody is a perfect name for you. Thank you. Yeah. My mom did very well. Hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy, and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent Would Always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Wood Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. Um, okay, so now he goes to the theater. Theater with Rory. Yeah, and at the very end, he sees that Charlotte, dream girl Charlotte, is in the audience. And so he's like, oh my God, I have to go talk to her. 
And he goes up to her and he tries to talk to her twice. Both go very poorly. Mm -hmm. First, because when she says, oh, and this is my girlfriend, Amy, I think he's like, oh, my God, this makes so much more sense now. (laughs) I you didn't shoot me down. I can be fully okay with my masculinity and my my prowess as a male because you're gay. And she's like, (laughs) what? (sighs) No, I'm not. And then the next time he comes up and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, girlfriend, but you look out. You look mm-hmm. out because uh, people might think that you're gay if you say that. And the her friend is like, I am gay. Is that Do- a problem for you? Yeah. And he's like, uh, no, no. Oh, no. And so he leaves again. And then by the third time he goes, he's just like, fuck it. We're leaving. We have to go. She cannot see me. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but she sees him outside on the street and like is into it and asks him to dinner. And so he goes to dinner. And mm-hmm. then that goes really well. And they're like laughing and there's this whole thing. And then she's like, will you walk me home? And he's like, sure, I will walk you home. And you can like. This is when all my orifices clench. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because my very first question, and I don't know if this says something about me, if it's not great. But like. Oh, I think that you thought what I thought. Okay. Because my very first question from like when the dad told him about it, I was like, so can you like cheat on your spouse and then go back in time to before the event and mm-hmm. not do it that time. And then you've like technically not cheated on your spouse. Right. That's like exactly what I thought he was going to do. I was yeah. like, he's going to so fuck her and then go back. I was so scared. Thank goodness that didn't happen. She fully hits on him, tries to get him inside the house. And after really thinking about it hard, he's mm-hmm. like, It was so good to see you. Thank you so much. I have something to do. I have to go. And then sprints all the way back to his house to propose (laughs) to Dream Girl, Rachel McAdams. And she's sleepy. And she won't she won't listen to him. (laughs) So when she's like, that's really rude and selfish of you to wake me up. I'm like, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, you can have this realization and then propose over eggs in the morning. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah, that be or lovely? like realize it without like going on a date with someone you used to have hot pants for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like that's another option. Meg, mm-hmm. uh, you're really shooting for the stars there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um... So then he has to go back in time again and, like, try the proposal again. And yet he still chooses to wake her up. But this time he does it with the the busker band and <laughs> lawyer best friend in the in the living room. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'll totally marry you. Thank you so much for not doing a proposal that's, like, in front of people. I hate people. I can't wait to go back to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, I need to go turn the radio off. I will be right back. <laughs> and then he like <laughs> kicks him out. It's so cute. A lot of this movie is so cute. Yeah. So now we go back to Cornwall and she gets along wonderfully with his mom and his dad beats him at ping pong for I feel like the first time ever maybe because they play yeah. ping pong together and Bill Nighy is just a national goddamn treasure an international <laughs> goddamn treasure. I'm so yes. sorry. And his little sister Kit Kat, they call her, isn't doing well. Like you can tell she's a sad and she's mm-hmm. she's moved back home from London and she's just not great. But then they announce that they're getting married and they're gonna have to do it soon 
because she's preggers. It's very cute. <laughs> it was super duper cute. Yeah. So then we get to the wedding. Okay, wait. There's an adorable wedding planning scene. Yes. We have to. Where oh, she's giving yeah. him positive reinforcement <laughs> for the behavior that she wants to see, which is him being decisive. Uh-huh. So she's like, whenever you make a decision, I will remove an article of clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the end, I don't remember exactly what it is, but she doesn't like his decision. And so she's not going to take off her her pants, her underwear. And then he chases her around the house. And they're just the cutest together. And I it was even. Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Said honeymoon in Scotland. She's like, I'm not taking my pants off for Scotland. Yes. I want to go to Bali for two weeks. <laughs> it's so cute. God, I love them. Okay. And now this is the first time in a long time that I have literally belly laughed out loud by myself at a movie <laughs> because they re- they go to the wedding scene and um they do the wedding and it's beautiful this church wedding and then they go to go outside and it's like this monsoonal type <laughs> rainstorm <laughs> it's bananas like it's so bad that the they of course they have tents outdoors but the rain is so bad that it like collapses the tents and like rips through <laughs> and water just pours onto everyone Oh, my God. This comedy of errors with this rain wedding was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie, frankly. I was laughing <laughs> so hard. It's got like that that slapstick element that's just so fun and the mm. absurdity of it. Anyway, and then he redoes the wedding a few other times because he wants to choose the right best man. And he ends up with his dad. Oh. And his dad is the best, best man. Oh. So I loved cute. the um, PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> oh, my like, God. These are the girls that he's hooked up with and uh-huh. what stage of hookup he got to with uh-huh. them. And there was like the number system. Uh-huh. <laughs> Three is blowjob. <laughs> and everybody's Eight like, is penetration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jay is also an international treasure. <laughs> Big fan of Jay. Okay, so now the baby's born. And it's like there's this adorable scene in the hospital in the maternity ward, and it's fabulous. Her name is Posey, which mm-hmm. is like too cute to even adorable. stand. I can't. And then Posey is one. We shoot forward to her being one. But the sister gets in a big car accident because she's in a really toxic relationship. And she has been since that New Year's party. That with we this mentioned fucker first. Jimmy. Yeah, with this asshat Jimmy. <laughs> and so... They were in a fight, and she's been drinking pretty heavily, and so she was already drinking in the morning, probably mm-hmm. was still drunk from the night before, tries to drive to the party, and she, like, gets wrecked. Mm-hmm. She's in a bad way. So he decides that he's going to take her back in time and fix the New Year's party and make make it so that she never meets, like, she never gets with Jimmy at all. Right. And so they do that. And when he gets back, she's now with Jay. Okay, so this is when he, like, takes her into the cupboard and holds her hands, mm-hmm. and they go back together. Mm-hmm. And then when when they get back, she suddenly is like, oh, my God, it's Jay. It's always been Jay. And he's like, okay, cool, I guess. So <laughs> they go outside, and, and she and Jay are in this really healthy, beautiful relationship. But when he gets home, 
He has a different child. Oh my gosh, my heart stopped. Same. <laughs> he picked up that kid. So oh. I was already like clenching everything because, mm-hmm. because I'm like, if you change that Jimmy thing, what if you're not even married when you get back? Right. You right. know, like, I don't know. <clears throat> okay. So then he's like, oh my God, I have to talk to my dad. And the dad's like, yeah, I really should have explained this to you, but you can't change anything from before your kid is born or maybe even conceived. Mm-hmm. Because if a different sperm hits that egg, you've got a different kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if you want the same kid when you get back, you got to stick with all the decisions that you've made until then. Yeah. And so, so he's then he's like, like, okay, so fuck this new kid. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. new kid gets blipped out of existence. Blipped. Gets Thanosed out. Yeah. <laughs> that kid gets erased. That whole human child. He's just like, nope, not today, Satan. And it's very disturbing. So it's very disturbing. But on the other hand, I was sort of sitting there being like, oh, my gosh. Like, he he chose his child. Like, that's a tough decision. You have to choose your child over your sister's happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, all of that trauma that his sister endures and all of that. But you know what? When... I would have gone and I would have gone back and gotten that ember, you know. Yeah, I would have said, "I don't know who you are, stranger kid. You gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have gotten my ember back. Yeah, uh. but um, I was so worried when he went back that he was going to inadvertently cause his sister to not just get hurt in the car accident, but, but to die. get killed in it. Like that, yeah. she would have eventually made all the same bad decisions. But yeah, you know, but she this would've... time she would die this time she would die so and, and like he didn't give it a second thought that like you know like sorry sis like i know you're gonna be okay in this accident <laughs> yeah yeah so does he stop her two times like one time he just like goes back in time to pick her up so that she doesn't drive yeah yeah and, and maybe then he like talks to her and he's like i'm gonna show you something and they go to the cupboard yes maybe that's what it is okay that makes a lot of sense all right yeah yeah yeah. so all right so then she the so tim and rachel mcadams i don't know her name um mary are mary thank you Mm -hmm. our mother's name yes they're sitting next to the sister's bedside and they refuse to leave her in the hospital until she comes to her own conclusion about dumping jay jimmy forever and like Fixing her life and stopping drinking and trying to stick with a job and like, you know, trying to trying to be more stable. And then at the end of that meeting, he was like, I mean, I think Jay might be around. He's always had his crush on you. It's like really weird. Are you maybe into that? And she's like, oh, my gosh, Jay. Wow. That that could be a thing I could do. And spoiler alert, she does that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now they have another kid. Yeah. 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 They have another kid. Congratulations to them. I think they have a little boy. Great job. Mm-hmm. Then we've got this weird dress montage. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she she's a reader for this publisher, and it seems like she has this big meeting with an author. And so she's like, I need help figuring out my dress. They spend 45 minutes up there with her cycling through dresses, and then she decides on the first one at the end. And then she's like, where is Posey? Instead of 
like this was such a weird like it was uh, weird from mm-hmm. a parent standpoint particularly i was like what what do you mean where is posy i would be like what did you leave posy doing yeah you, you know what i mean like I, I don't know where is posy is a weird thing to say i feel like cuz there's like a whole right. house with a lot of stairs and a lot of other bullshit mm-hmm. going on and so He's like, oh, I left her downstairs, which is also a very ambiguous answer. And then she's like, oh, did you leave her downstairs with the door to my office open that has the manuscript in it? And he's like, yeah, maybe. And so Posey has like shredded most of it and colored on it. And she's done a not very charming toddler all over it. Mm -hmm. And Rachel McAdams is fucking pissed. He keeps on trying to leave to go back in time and fix it. And she won't let him leave. But then they get a call from his mom and they have to hurry back to Cornwall because dad is sick. Oh, no. Yeah. Also, this was I I need everybody to know that I was full panic texting Liz and Meg at like an hour into this movie being like, (laughs) we have a proposal. What the hell is going to go wrong? We have an hour left in this movie. (laughs) How dare everyone? This better not fuck me over. (laughs) (laughs) And it was okay. (laughs) It was mostly okay. Okay, so they go back and we find out that the dad has lung cancer. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, the mom is my favorite Mm -hmm. in this scene. Because they're like, how are you, mom? And she's like, honestly? And they're like, yeah, I mean, may as well. And she goes, I'm fucking furious. I have absolutely no interest in a life that doesn't include your father. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that's such a yeah, romance. I feel that. I oh, feel no. that. Oh. And I loved how Kat just, like, runs past her mom. Yeah. Because no she comfort. wants to see her dad. Yeah, no nothing. <laughs> Yeah, she just lopes past her mom, like full gallop, <laughs> right in there. Yeah. Okay, so then we, they're, they're, the men are gaming it out because the men are the only people who know about the time travel situation. And the dad's like, I got, I, I mean, I can't go back to not smoke because that was a decision I made before you were born. And mm-hmm. I got diagnosed in time. Like, I, I got diagnosed early. It was just like too late, you know, which is a weird sentiment that i didn't quite understand yeah but fine fine movie okay because if he could go back like until the birth of his youngest child he could presumably go back like almost 20 years yeah for kit kat and so then wouldn't that be early enough yeah i don't know i don't know so yeah who knows okay and so now he says that he has weeks to left to live and he's going to tell him the secret to happiness. And we get this whole montage. Um, we get like basically shown while he's telling us what it is. And so the dad suggests mm-hmm. that you, that you go through life doing all the ordinary things that you would. And he has a really shit day and everything is just annoying and bad and stupid. And he hates it. And then you go back and you live the exact, the, the same day. Basically the same way, except this time you notice all the tiny, beautiful things that you missed before. And it sort of becomes this like this training exercise that he uses later in the movie. Mm. Because 
Mm-hmm. So he has the, he has the exact same day the same things happen, but he just reacts to them differently, and he mm-hmm. makes jokes where he wouldn't have made jokes before, and he takes care of people where he was too you know self involved to do it before, and he ends up having a really good day that ends in marital sex. You know, like what's <laughs> what's better mm-hmm. than that? <laughs> and then we have to go to dad's funeral. Yeah, this was so good. So. They're at dad's funeral. Everybody's very somber. He has this uncle who's like heads always in the clouds and he's great comic relief throughout the movie. And he's so mm-hmm. sweet. And um, and then everybody's like, OK, are we ready to go? We have to go to the funeral. And he's like, oh, just give me give me a little moment. And he goes back in time to like right at the end of his dad's life. So he already know like both of them are in the know about him being sick. And right. he walks in and the dad's like, Oh, oh, big day then, huh? And they just have this beautiful father-son moment where the where Bill Nighy like reads him a little bit of Dickens making a joke, and it's what a what a gift, what a weird, what a beautiful inclusion in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to spend time with your dad on the day of his funeral. I just it was really it was really gorgeous. Oh, and Dad confirms that the Nick Cave song he requested is going to be some sung. And so the rest of the funeral <laughs> yeah. is is to Nick Caves in your arms. Or into my arms, it's called. Oh my God. It's mm-hmm. such a gorgeous scene. Yeah. I cried. Oh yeah. I'm so sad. Puddles. Mm-hmm. Puddles. And on then my couch. and then there was another Ugh. dad moment later. Oh yeah. Oh. We're we're getting to it. So now she wants another kid. And so he's like in his inner monologue, he's like saying yes to this kid means that I won't have any more extra dad time ever again because I I can't go back and change anything to before my kid was born. So he's at first he's like, why don't we wait a bit? And then she ribs him a little and he's like, yeah, dad always wanted there to be more of us. So, yeah, let's do it. And she gets pregnant like immediately. And so on the night we're like, she's probably going to pop. He goes back to his um to his dad for like a final game of of ping pong. This is where I just lost it and I might lose it oh here. I'm gosh. about to lose it. <laughs> I might lose it here. So he goes back and they play ping pong and the dad wins, which happens very rarely. And the dad said, "What's my prize?" and he says, "A kiss." And the dad's like, a kiss. It's a weird, it's the weirdest thing you've ever said. And they just make this eye contact. And the dad's like, oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, so this is going to be the the definitely last time. And he's like, yeah, the baby's about to be born. And he's like, dad, is there So they do this hug and this kiss. And he's like, dad, is there anything I can do for you? And he says, oh, God. I wish, I hope. <laughs> I want to just do one more walk. And so they go back to when he's like seven. And they go and they play on the beach and they skip rocks. And they have just like this gorgeous afternoon together. And this makes no sense in the movie at all. No, it doesn't. It, but it's so sweet. It breaks all the time traveling rules. And yet I was just <laughs> sobbing and I am attempting not to sob right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is so mean <sighs> it's the meanest thing <laughs> so yeah this movie had me actually like 
cackling my ever-living face off, and then at the end, like, legitimately sobbing. This movie is so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Meg came into the room while the scene was happening. Really? After, like, not having seen any other part, and he started bawling <laughs> also. <laughs> Sweet Mr. Meg. He's that. also a big softy. He is. And father-son stuff is, like, his kryptonite. Me too. Yeah. Father <sighs> any, any, father oh, stuff is my boy. definite kryptonite. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So then they have three beautiful kids. Yeah, they have three beautiful kids. We skip forward to Christmas and um, like Kit Kat is happy and like she becomes a mom. And the rest of the movie is basically like watching him live everyday life. And he's saying that he doesn't really even go back in time anymore. Like now it says he tries to live every day as if he's come back deliberately to enjoy it. Um, and it says, as if it's a full final day of my extraordinary, ordinary life. And then this Ben Folds song comes on, which is also very mean. <laughs> and he's getting the kids ready for school and he's flipping flapjacks and doing breakfasts. And it's every- everything is fucking adorable. <laughs> everything is so happy and sweet. And then it's like this greater montage of like strangers enjoying life. And I was just sobbing on my couch. Oh, God. So. Boy. (sighs) Good choice movie. Yeah. I love that. I kept waiting for the big relationship conflict. And I was really happy that there wasn't one. And there wasn't really a conflict. It was just like people living their lives. And. The ups and downs and oh gosh. Yeah. And Domino Gleason is just so freaking earnest. Isn't he and though? And I love him. Isn't he though? Ugh. Could just eat him That's up true. with a spoon. Yeah. What a good choice. Good movie. Nice work. I'm glad you liked it. I went in with like very little information. <laughs> Excellent. Same. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, do you have lady loves? Do you want me to start? Liz, you go first. Me go first? Okay. So what I decided on while we were recording is Olivia Rodrigo just released her debut album, Sour, and it is very much in the legacy of Taylor Mm. Swift of lots of Easter eggs to a relationship in the public eye for people to speculate about. It is this like great like sort of poppy rock like angsty. It makes you feel like you're oh, seventeen gosh. again. So it's a time travel. I don't want to do so that. Good. Just like this movie. Yeah, it's a good time <laughs> yeah. travel. That is a good tie-in. <laughs> but what I love about it is that the day after it came out, my for you page on TikTok has been flooded with people making MCU edits. To Olivia Rodrigo songs. Like her song Traitor. Made out to be like Steve and Bucky. Like oh like you didn't cheat. But you're still a traitor. And it shows like Steve going back to Peggy. Like endgame spoilers. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) and then like you know. um, There's a song called Brutal. That is you know just like about all her perceived flaws and how hard life is and how much anxiety she has. And it's, I, I saw an edit that was that song with Wanda <gasps> Maximoff. Nice. 
and mm. and it works so well. And I'm just like, I love people. People Seriously. are so talented and so creative, and it, uh, that's my favorite thing right now. Seeing nice. these edits. So that's my love lady it. love. All right, do you want me to go, Meg, or should you go? Sure, yeah, you can go. Okay, so mine is in the vein of like enjoy the little things of you know that part that that thesis of the movie um mm-hmm. because this weekend mm-hmm. michael got his second shot which is very exciting Yay. very very yeah. exciting and my mother-in-law came to help with the kids because you know he was down and out for a lot of the weekend but mm-hmm. today he was feeling a little bit better and so he decided that we should all grill for lunch and it was just, it was so fun, like, just the just a random, like, I just cut up some zucchini, and we put this really yummy garlic lemon olive oil sauce on them, and then grilled those, mm, and cool. he did some lamb, and we did some um, grilled tofu, and God, it was just so good, and it was so quick, and like, just a lovely little spring-summertime thing that felt, like, really good, but also, like, still a little special. And it was really nice. I don't know why I'm about to cry again. It's just like, I don't know. It just like feels like we're all like slowly getting our vibes back. And like to know, like when you're, when your partner gets vaccinated, it's such a relief because you feel like, okay, like I don't have to yeah. worry so much about yeah. it anymore. Yeah. Oh, and he's the, last, he's the last one in our like greater nuclear family to get, to get mm-hmm. his second shot. So yeah, it's, it's really nice. My um erotic magnetic poetry set ah. just fell because it was on the shelf. Um, uh, what <laughs> words came out? Oh, it's not a nothing oh. fun came out. It's just like the ings. Um, no divination. <laughs> pudding. Yeah. All right, Meg. What's your lady love? Um. Well, this is kind of like a book recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> I have been re-listening lately to The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Okay. And it's it does kind of tie into this movie a bit as well, just about like accepting yourself as who you are and not feeling like you have to try to perfect everything mm-hmm. constantly. And that is what he spends a fair amount of the movie trying to do is go back and, <laughs> and perfect things. And um, yeah, I just absolutely love that audiobook so i'd highly recommend that to anyone awesome. and then at the same time i'm working my way through laziness does not exist by devin price Ooh. and it's kind of they kind of go hand in hand so if anyone's kind of feeling that way too or having stress about productivity which i always have yeah i recommend those to people nice i like that a lot there's this really funny john prine song um it's called dear abby and i love that song (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so um listener if you don't know what it is it's essentially him um basically singing a bunch of ridiculous dear abby letters and then every single time dear abby responds (laughs) she's like you know dear person dear person you have no complaints you You are are what you are are, you you ain't what you ain't (laughs) yeah it's so good (laughs) oh it's really nice all right perfect so they need to check you out on Make Out Already podcast. That's like on all the podcatchers, right? They can just subscribe mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, so our website is makeoutalreadypod.com. We're mostly on Instagram at makeoutalreadypod. Um, we're on Twitter at makeout underscore already. You can email us at makeoutalready at gmail.com. And if you want to like watch the same MCU shit posts that I put on TikTok that Andy J. Christopher yeah. follows for some reason, I'm on TikTok as What the Blueberry. Ooh, What the so Blueberry. So you can go watch that. Look how cute <laughs> you are. You're so youthful with the TikToks. I know. I know. I am just like down with the culture <laughs> of the children <laughs> and wow. the youths. Look at you yeah. go. I cannot figure out TikTok to save my GD life. It's actually <laughs> really hard to figure out like all these transitions that people do. No, I'm not talking about making it. I'm talking about getting to videos in the app. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. like I'm, yeah. I'm a big problem over here. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> um, Thank yeah, you so, so check much out, for make having out us. Hell yes, of course. Oh, yeah. And you can follow us on all the places. We're at Heaving Bosoms on Instagram and at Heaving underscore Bosoms on Twitter or on Facebook. Our website is heavingbosoms.com. And that'll link you to our kick-ass Patreon where we have like a metric fuck ton of extra content for you. Oh, it's um, so videos. good. It's, it's really fun. I have so much fun on the Patreon. And then, uh, yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff on our on our website. So go there. Thank you so much for coming, especially such short notice. I'm like, of course. Oh my gosh, I'm, we were honored. This was so the thankful. best birthday present ever. Yee! Making <laughs> you work on your birthday, making you work. <laughs> it, it, it was an absolute fucking pleasure. Yay! <laughs> All right, HBs, keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love masturbating yourself back into the past <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> uh, it's it's scary out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Be safe. You gotta <laughs> both hands at the same yeah, time. That's right. You gotta keep one palm open. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas. Okay, back to the show.